0: Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young and I'm sweating like a rotisserie chicken.
1: (laughs) Um, And I'm Vanessa Mitchell.
0: Former owner of Britain's Most Haunted House, The Cage in St. Joseph.
1: And Oasis Extraordinaire Fan or Fan Extraordinaire.
0: Fan Extraordinaire, Mm -hmm. however you want to take that. How are you all this evening, this morning, this afternoon, depending when you're listening?
1: Depending on what country in the world you're in.
0: We hope you are well. Uh, This week, we are going to be tackling a subject uh, of the Mary Celeste.
1: It's something I've said for ages. I want to do ghost ships.
0: Ghost ships. Now, it's not ghost ships. Especially
1: as I work in the maritime industry. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I ask all the time, the sailors, have you experienced anything unusual? Have you ever seen? Because a lot of our sailors at at the sailing club, they have been old, old sailors beforehand. You know, they spent their They're sailing the seven seas, literally.
0: And where it, it's based, it's a. um It's one it, of the four it's,
1: leading. It's a
0: sailing town, isn't it? There's a harbour yeah. and and things yeah. like that. So it's a lot of the community have their roots in and around. And their boats fathers and, did, and, and their yes.
1: grandfathers did, and you know, our, our current commodore, she's been in it, you know, from from birth because her father was you know so there's lots of stories to be Give told by these old sea dogs what's the
0: best one you've heard so far
1: um i haven't i always ask i haven't heard well to be honest i have heard one which is horrific but it's more modern day and the lady's still alive it was a, it was a death on a boat which is a, probably the most horrific death i've ever ever heard about and i don't know if it's the right thing to to do to say about it. actually i know that keeps everyone on a bit of a string. Um, I will give, okay, I'll, I'll just give a clip. I'll just give a clip. Um, there was a couple that were sailing to the Caribbean um, in a yacht.
0: Oh, I know this story. Now,
1: um, on yachts, there's a bosun's hoist. And what that does is it gets you up to the top of the mast, if they, if you know, to essentially the crow's nest. And there was a man and a woman, married couple, been married for, you know, an older couple. And he went up. Um, on the bosun's hoist to, the, to, to, to essentially the crow's nest to fix something. It was, it was windy weather. Nobody really knows what happened, but he got knocked out or killed up there or knocked out. Nobody really knows. But the point is he never came back down. Now, the bosun's hoist, when his wife was trying to get to him, didn't work. It, it didn't work. She, she couldn't get up there. They were weeks away from any radio help at all, weeks away from land, and this is just heartbreaking, just utterly heartbreaking. So it's not a ghost story, but it's a it's a gruesome story. He, he stayed up there for over two weeks until she could land um, where help was. In the meantime, obviously, God forgive me, but his body, I'm just going to say it, rotted. You know, I don't know how, I don't know a polite way to say that. And of course, the birds came. And all the time, this poor, poor woman had to sell this shot. And she could do, because she, you know, single-handedly, and she, and she couldn't get to him. And it was weeks. And so out of all the stories I've heard, I've heard some weird and unusual ones, but that's definitely the most heartbreaking. It's but chilling, it, isn't
0: it? But it
1: wasn't that long ago, so it's not something from
0: Way back 30, when.
1: 40, 50 years ago. But, you know, so it's, it's just...
0: Do you have a... Story with a supernatural.
1: Scene. I, I, I have I have spoken to a Sailor quite recently, and he said that um they found something in the sea and it was floating, and he said, and it was it was some type of spine of a creature. And he said, I'm telling you, I've been on the ocean for 40, 50 odd years, and he said it was nothing that it wasn't of a whale, it wasn't, it had all sorts of stuff attached to it. And he said, I'm telling you now. He said that wasn't anything in my x amount of years. The other sailors on board, they hadn't seen anything. That they hadn't seen anything like it. I mean, I always ask, of course, have you seen mermaids? Have you seen, you know? And of course, but sailors are also very normal people. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not. I haven't come across anyone yet. But they're also very superstitious people. They are they? superstitious, yeah. But I haven't. I haven't come, I've come across a lot more stories where people died at sea, and so that ghost story is yet to be told. So a lot of bad things happen at sea, but I've never... And there's but, a lot so, we don't
0: know about the sea as well. Yeah. There's a lot of things under there, there's a lot of things hiding that we don't
1: I mean, you, know you'll about. get a lot of sailors that will say, yes, something unusual came up from the water, we don't know what it was, because they can't pinpoint it. So you, to be fair, you get quite a lot of that. Um, but these these are also very, well, we knew it was this, we knew it was that. And when they don't, it's like enough for them to say to me, well, actually, in the last 40 years, there was one time. Um, but, of course, there's not not much detail with that because they don't really know. Yeah. So it's not like they saw a ghost ship and everyone boarded, you know. I haven't come across that yet. But I've only been asking for, what, 12, 14 months so there's still a lot more people to ask, and still a lot of time to go. Because, you know, before I, I I get some real good, um, you know, a genuine because they they won't lie sailors. <laughs> you know, they you know they won't make anything up.
0: No, no, and that's I think that's a quality that runs through um, maritime. Yeah, I mean they folk. have to
1: be. They you know they're in charge of a lot of people's lives. They you know they sail the seven seas. All of them have been in storms. Um, most of them have seen the ocean at her worst.
0: Good and I take if there's anything I fear the most, it is open water, deep water, the yeah, sea. Yeah, you've got a,
1: you're a phobe, aren't you? Yeah,
0: terrible, terrible, terrible. I can't bear it. Yeah, it it really does something to me. And makes, even just to see an image of it makes my stomach turn. Makes so me you feel must have sick. died in
1: a past life in the water or something for you to have that because it's not a um. A fear that has been born from from this life for you. That's just something you were born with, that horrific fear.
0: Oh, it, it that, makes that, me it makes, it makes me feel sick.
1: Yeah, that's past life. I stuff, can't please.
0: watch videos of people diving. I can't watch people of you know on boats or, yeah. or it's just awful, awful, awful. It makes me feel that's past sick life to my memory stomach stuff, stuff like Sick to my stomach. And actually I think a lot of people share <laughs> That phobia, I think I would say. But yeah, maybe, maybe it is but a. But naturally,
1: a, as a child, you have swimming lessons or you, you love a paddling pool or you like to go in the sea. Most people naturally, most children naturally love the adventure no, of water. No, never have. And if you, exactly, and if you don't, and I've got an auntie the same, she is that bad, she won't even have a bath. I know that sounds ridiculous. And again, it was saying she was born with nothing ever happened to her, where she was nearly drowned, there's nothing. But she is that terrified of water she'll have a shower, she won't have a bath. And it doesn't make any sense because some a fear like that would come from something unless it was past life residual memories.
0: Yeah I right. believe. So um, Mary Celeste, initial thoughts. Do you know a lot on the topic? Is it something you've researched before?
1: It's something that even at my old age, you know we always heard. I don't know how but we studied just a, a the mary
0: celeste in school
1: oh did you yeah well i certainly didn't
0: we it was um back in the 80s <laughs> it was a it was a cross cross curriculum topic so we did it in english
1: really that's Our... interesting
0: um, history. Oh God, I wish I'd have it was really that. so in English. I come we, to the top of the class. We was writing um, like the captain's logbook as as what was happening on the last day. In art, we was drawing with using perspective the the captain's really? um, cabin. Yeah. In history, we was learnt, like you know talking about the history of it, what was happening at the time. It was really fun. It was really interesting. Mm. So. I have quite a good base knowledge of the Mary Celeste, purely yeah. from school, yeah, but that's... it is a topic I know outside of that, but I don't think I'd have known it as well as I do now.
1: Well, I've never, ever heard of something like the Mary Celeste or anything similar being taught at school. So that's progress. That is progress. It was,
0: it's not, I don't think it's an exclusive thing. Mum uh, was quite a progressive school. Um, yeah. And so I think they, tried, but they even did things so, out, it was... out of the ordinary. Yeah. So it, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, any other things that spring to mind when you think of mary celeste ghost ships the main
1: the main thing mary celeste is all the um on the table the drinks were still half full the food was there and there there was no sign at all of any disruption no sign at all of any um fight or um attack taking place it was just literally what struck me as a child is they'd literally vanished because everything was exactly as it was left
0: now I always thought this as well mm. this is what I always believed that the table was set for dinner yeah. the food was still there blah 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 now that's not true right so I th- very recently it's like 2000s something they found the original documents uh, from the um, initial hearing um, in- investigation that right, went into yeah. it that wasn't the case so, um, but we didn't know that until that point. Right. So they had like the first hand testimonies of the people that went on board, what they saw, right, what they okay. didn't see. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. I think that it's just not been sensationalised, but it's just added to the mystery. Mm. And I think that it's been elaborated on because there was enough food on board to last them for six months. yeah. But it wasn't laid out on a table. They hadn't just cooked their breakfast, and there was twenty bowls of porridge oh, right. and three so bowls. The, the little
1: bit of Chinese whispers. Little bit of Chinese like, whispers. Like yeah. But
0: doesn't mean to say that it wasn't weird and it wasn't unusual. Mm. So I'm gonna give you the story of the Mary Celeste, if you are not familiar with it. So strap in; it's quite the ride. Mm. So the Mary Celeste was formerly a ship known as the Amazon. And it was an american brigantine and it was found abandoned december 5th 1872 some 400 nautical miles which is 740 kilometers um from azores in portugal yeah the fate of the 10 people aboard remains a mystery mm. so the ship was built in 1861 and um, at spencer's island in nova scotia in canada and at that time it was uh named the Amazon. So after being launched on May 18, 1861, it encountered a number of mishaps during its maiden voyage, including the captain catching pneumonia and dying. Um, the ship was, uh, was damaged on several occasions, and most notably in October 1867, uh, when it ran aground in Cow Bay in Cape Breton Island. Mm-hmm. The following year, the Amazon was sold to an American man called Richard W. Haynes, and he renamed it the Mary Celeste. The ship underwent significant structural changes over the next several years, and it was eventually sold to a group that came to include Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, who was captain of the Mm. Mary Celeste when it went missing. Yeah. On November 7th, 1872, the Mary Celeste set sail from New York City with more than 1,700 barrels of alcohol destined for Genoa, Italy. And the total cargo was valued at around $35,000. So in 1872... That's that's some serious serious money. Um, Now, when we say alcohol, I'm not talking about vodka, whiskey, tequila. It's like pure alcohol so it was yeah. it it would have been used to fortify wine I think is it was the purpose of, mm. of of this alcohol so it's not something you can drink right um I suppose it's almost like rubbing alcohol maybe uh, but it's really really strong strong stuff not made for human consumption what like it,
1: absinthe or, or stronger no, than
0: that no it's almost like I don't want to say medical grade but it's 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 not like you would the have it's a form pure, of, and yeah. you would add it to something right. to then make it alcoholic. Okay. So it's you but know obviously a precious cargo. Yes. So on board at the time there were ten people. So there was Captain Briggs, his wife, their two-year-old daughter, and um, seven crewmen mm. um, that would help on the ship. So because
1: that doesn't seem like a lot, does it? When you think of the old-time galleon ships. It doesn't maybe feel like that's a lot of people. No, to... but
0: you know our view of sailing and stuff and things like that. You know, a lot of people now would maybe think of uh, pirates of the Caribbean, Pir- Pir- where there's where there's, there's... five hundred people yeah, running around yeah. screaming. So but again, it's... the
1: movies is what we perceive it to be, and it's
0: and yeah. ultimately you've got to think they need to do things bare bones because every crewman is a wage, and they what the people want to make maximum profit, so they will run on what they need so the captain mm. will say i need uh, bare minimum seven men they go all right well, you can have seven men you can't have eight you can have seven because i still got to pay them um so they set sail from new york they're on their way to italy but over the next two weeks they um encountered some really really harsh weather 10 days later though the vessel was spotted by the british brig oh de gracia De Gracia, De Gracia. I googled it earlier. What was it? De Gracia.
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's
0: a ship, anyway. Um, crew from that ship boarded the Mary Celeste and discovered it deserted. So there was more than three feet of water in the hold, an amount that generally, amongst seamen at the time, wouldn't have caused panic. Mm. The vessel was seaworthy. Um so but adding to the mystery was the fact that the cargo, except for nine barrels of alcohol, was intact. The ship was well stocked with enough food and water to last for six months, the crewmen's gear was still in their quarters, but there was a long boat missing from the boat. The Ah,
1: there was a long boat missing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, well I didn't know that.
0: The logbook was still there, and there was a final entry. Uh, which dated for 8 a.m. November 25th. It gave the Mary Celeste position at the time six miles northeast of Santa Maria, which is the easternmost island of Azores, which is in Portugal. Portugal, yeah. And at that point, it is close enough to sea land. Right. It appeared that the ship had been abandoned very, very quickly. So that's a real, real brief overview of... Circumstances. What's happened? So
1: initially, what I'm thinking is one. I didn't know. I'd never heard there was a boat missing, and so I get obviously they've escaped. But two, why did why did they get off there? If if because, if their ship was still sea- because seaworthy? Because
0: the people that got on the boat from so the people from the De uh, the Gracia that got onto that boat said that there was f- from looking at it. There's nothing wrong.
1: Yeah. So why would they? Why would
0: you get off the boat?
1: Yeah. And yeah. and
0: they've left in such a panic. That they haven't taken yeah. their their equipment, Supply, the, the supplies, yeah. cargo, you know, d- yeah, that,
1: yeah, that, why? Because because they all would have got a, a fantastic payday if they would have reached their destination Correct. with all of that cargo. And, so, um, you know, so they probably banked on that. So why would you my god, yeah, that okay, sounding weirder. Go on.
0: Yeah. So i want to go into some detail on that day so on the afternoon of december 5th 1872 halfway between azores and the portuguese uh, portuguese coast the de gracia sighted a brigantine which captain morehouse recognized as the mary celeste he was puzzled to see the ship um coming into wind and then falling off because the boat was just out of control Mm. and if there was a captain and people on board that would not be no of course um Captain Morehouse, who was the captain of the De Gracia, knew Captain Briggs to be a good seaman. So they sat and they watched the boat for two hours. They were, you know, trying to get his attention. There was no distress signals. They were getting no reply. Um, so they decided to make approach and boarded uh, the Mary Celeste. Mm. So the crewmen from the De Gratia sailed the Mary Celeste for about 800 miles to Gibraltar, Hoping to collect a little bit of a salvage payment from the ship insurers. Mm. So if it's yeah, if they pull it in, you know, yeah. you, you get a finder's fee, um, essentially. Whilst they was there, British authorities conducted an investigation, uh, but it raised some eyebrows among the British Vice Admiralty Court. Yeah. So the Attorney General leading the salvage inquiry was a man called Frederick Solly Flood. That's a fun name, isn't yeah. it? And he suspected that something about the case wasn't quite right but he couldn't really yeah. really figure it out so he was suspicious because the mary celeste crew and passengers were missing they didn't take any personal effects of food and water and according to captain morehouse the crew of the degracia just found the mary celeste in solid condition sailing by itself. very coincidental um you know, in all the thousands and thousands of miles of sea, you just so happen to find it mm. absolutely perfect. Um They, at one point, considered that the crew from the De Gratia had murdered everyone aboard the Mary Celeste, dumped their bodies at sea, and sailed the stolen ship and its cargo to Gibraltar in order to claim the salvage. Right, pain. so
1: essentially the pirate, pirates...
0: Pirates, yeah, yeah. you know, they've taken... Chucked
1: them overboard... And want the loot for themselves. Correct.
0: Yeah. Now, according to Mr. Solly Flood and the salvage inquiry, that wasn't re- what happened. That's not what they considered to have happened. So over three months of British inquiry, the court found no evidence of foul play. And actually, the De Grasha only received one-sixth of the Mary Celeste's £46,000 insurance policy. So it ended up that each crewman walked away with £830.00 but yeah. That's adjusted for inflation, so that's today's money, really. Yeah, so they didn't, they, they didn't, they yeah. did actually set out to gain enough money for the amount of work needed to pull something like that off, Mur-
1: murder all those people, and try and, yeah,
0: you know, it, it wasn't worth their while. I
1: mean, th- this ship that encountered them, were they known as a pirate ship? Were no, they
0: no, so this is the thing, so. The captains of both ships had been friends, so Captain Morehouse and Captain Briggs are friends. Briggs was a a well-seasoned seaman and very well-respected in shipping circles. Um, When the De first spotted the abandoned Mary Celeste, Captain Morehouse was particularly concerned when he realised that the abandoned ship belonged to his friend because they had had dinner the night before they set sail.
1: The thing is, and what I've also learnt from the sailing club is, sailors are very loyal to each other any trouble at sea um i think it's kind of in, ingrained in them that they are very loyal that there's just that camaraderie like there is with soldiers and um police and everything else and with sailors it's the same you know they even you you know even these days you know they if there's trouble at sea they help 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 unless of course you're a pirate so i understand what you're saying so if it wasn't a pirate but ship, these, there, there would have these, been these massive two,
0: These two captains, yeah, they are friends outside of the shipping community. Yeah, they yeah. had, Captain Briggs had dinner with Captain Morehouse friends. the night before he set sail on the yeah. Mary Celeste.
1: And obviously their wives would have, even those days, interacted and, yes, and things course, like that. Yeah.
0: So Captain um, Morehouse has seen the ship, recognised it's the Mary Celeste, and he's very concerned. He's yeah. like, that's my friendship. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's gone to the ship to help etc etc yeah um i don't really you know i don't but that is one theory as to what's happened but it is part of the history of the mary celeste there wasn't there was an inquiry these the people the crewmen from the de gracia were the people on board and that's where we get a lot of our information from
1: Mm.
0: it's from the people that went on on board so um this is this is i say that they didn't to be honest
1: already it's getting weirder than the story i know yes although the story i know is slightly different because the, the tables and the you know everything was supposed to be laid out with the dinners and everything but already going deeper into it your research it's actually weirder than what i thought in the first place yeah gone
0: so i know i said that they left a lot of their uh, equipment and stuff on board but what had gone was captain briggs uh, sextant Chrometer, uh, I think that's how you say it, um, his navigation book, So all the
1: stuff so he could navigate yeah, a, a smaller and, boat.
0: And yeah. the ship's register.
1: Yeah.
0: That suggested an orderly abandonment of the ship. Yes. Briggs had a, at least enough time, time. to get the deck and collect his navigational was equipment. necessary for before, them to get
1: to safety. Yeah, yeah. before yeah. getting
0: on lifeboat. But... Crewmen from the DeGracia got, when they got on the boat, said that all the crewmen had left their pipes behind, which they'd used to smoke and whatever. And they all, that led them to believe that they'd all left the ship in a panic. Listen, as a smoker, and you as a smoker, if you've got time to organise yourself before you go, you're not going to forget your your mm. pipe or your baccy or your fags. And those
1: days it was 24 7 smoking, you, it was
0: an essential. You wouldn't have left that behind. I mean, I'm a
1: social smoker. I, I I'll smoke with a, the with a drink only. But in those days, of course, it the smoking was consistent and, and it was just, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's very conflicting. So it's, it's Captain Briggs, well, I say Captain Briggs has taken it. He might not have taken it. But the, the equipment to navigate is missing off the boat, but they're leaving behind some everyday essentials but, that would have been necessary to them at the time. Yeah,
1: but because... The life and soul and, and everything in these sailors, uh, especially for a captain, you know, if, if there was anything he would have got, he probably would have got that rather than a picture of his wife or anything. So I get that to an extent because for him, that was in, crew, ingrained in him.
0: But, at, the, uh, but the, none of them. So there's, there's 10 people on board this boat. So you've got Captain Briggs, his wife and his two-year-old daughter and seven crewmen.
1: Right. Okay. What, what, so, so he had his wife and daughter. Yeah, I remember that now. So what's a
0: what's none of the crewmen are going to take it? It's the captain that navigates, not the crewmen. They help. You know, are they not going to take their their pipes? Are they not going to do that? Do you know? It, it's a very sm- it's a very he... small detail, but actually, when you pick pick at that, it's quite important Maybe information. Because, but,
1: okay, I would say to that that the, the captain as a decision maker. Maybe made a decision, told them quickly, then ran back for those few seconds and got that necessary stuff. Maybe,
0: but but why? But but the but But the ship wasn't in trouble. The ship exactly, but why? The ship is fine.
1: So we can assess and under try and understand all, all all these things. But why? So I'm thinking, yeah, the captain, full well as the decision maker, could have known he had four minutes to quickly run. You get your crew told they have to do what you say, and the subject got his stuff. But why? Correct. Go on, carry on.
0: Now, in the original tale, I say the original tale, but the tale that we kind of have got to know, mm. the dinner was laid out, yeah. but there was blood marks everywhere. Well,
1: no, I, I haven't heard there was any No, so, any attack no, so there is
0: one, there was one um, blade mark or axe mark or something, um, and there was a sword on board that they believed to have blood on it. It wasn't blood, it was oxidised iron. Yeah.
1: Well, that could have um, been from anything.
0: That was a, Also, as well, that there was claims that um, the clock faces were all upside down. The clock face was upside down because one of the crewmates that got on it from the Degracia cleaned it to know the time and then put it in the wrong way. Yeah. And that's, that's on record. He said that. Yeah, so, um, yeah. They said that there was dry clothes everywhere, but everything else was soaking wet. No, there was dry clothes found in a watertight chest. Mm-hmm. That's why they were dry. Yeah. Every everywhere else was sopping wet.
1: But only, like you said, in in a minimal amount of water. There's,
0: you know, there's there's lots of lots of little bits that we have heard over the years that have been added to the story that have made it fantastical. Yeah,
1: and legends and the most famous. shit Yeah.
0: Them things aren't necessarily true, but it doesn't make the story any less weird.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm finding out.
0: Yeah. So. The mystery gathered some attention at the time, but it really became famous in 1884 when Arthur Conan Doyle, Mm. Mr. Man for the Sherlock Holmes, uh, published um, Jepson's Statement, and that was a short story about a survivor of a ghost ship called the Mary Celeste. Yeah. Uh, In his account, a revenge-seeking former slave killed the passengers... Uh, all on board and that's why it was a bad... Well, etc. impossible. Et um, so, whilst it was purely fiction, many theories have been put forward over time to explain what has happened on board the Mary Celeste. Yeah. And I'm going to go through some of them with you. Okay. So, the first one being crazed mutiny. So, initial checks of the ship found strange marks that had been caused by an axe, along with traces of what seemed to be blood, as I was saying. This all transpired to be um yeah. you know normal wear well and tear yeah. with in addition with iron oxidisation. Um the Attorney General leading the inquiry fixated on the idea that members of the crew had got violently drunk on the ship's cargo of alcohol and then massacred everyone else on the boat before departing on the ship's sole lifeboat. Except it was later revealed that it wasn't bloodstains. And that the alcohol was industrial grade stuff that wasn't fit for drinking.
1: Probably would have killed. A, probably would have killed a human if they'd have drunk
0: in in a, in in the quantity any they're trying of to it. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, plus, why on earth would you know these sailors then depart on the ship? Because it's when at that point, if you got into the lifeboat where they was in the ocean, pretty much certain death. You're like bobbing around on the tiniest little boat in the middle of the craziest ocean with the worst weather going.
1: Listen, you, you, if, if they were supposed to be all drunk, (coughs) you still got a brain when you're drunk. And I'm sure they would have said, no, we're, we're safer here on here.
0: Um, Another little bit of information as well that I'm going to you know, give you that kind of disproves this theory mm. is that Benjamin Spooner Briggs, captain, um, was known in and around by everyone, really, to be a staunch abstainer from drink and a devout Bible reader. Yeah. Um, at the inquiry, the ship's main owner, James Henry Winchester, gave evidence that the captain <laughs> was a courageous officer who would not desert his ship to, um, except to save his life and the life of his crew. Yeah. The second in command um, was a man called... <laughs> albert richardson who was also considered by winchester to be fit to command by himself yeah, yeah. so these are very capable men they know they're on there to probably do a been job. at
1: sea since a child themselves they're not and on there, there they're, they're, they're not, not in, chosen because
0: they're not in there getting pissed up basically yeah, yeah. and they what they're saying is is the captain w- was staunch against drink I don't, you know, would you necessarily then and, have crew?
1: And these men had a lot of pride. You know, they were never not going to get their shipping because they all they all got smashed. You know, that's why so many sailors in those days got whipped and and that's and the thing. I know we often because the captains were.
0: I know we often think of sailors as or old time sailors as pissheads. But well, that, I, don't,
1: I don't. think that. No, I, I think but the I think, captains but, no, and the but, ad, the Admiralty were actually really harsh. And if you did something wrong, you'd be flogged and hung out to but I think, walk the walk But I the think plank. that's
0: a kind of, uh, not a media thing, but kind of in time, you know, films and literature and oh, stuff it's, has led us to the believe. The English
1: Admiralty, I, I don't believe they were all, the English Admiralty. No, but when but, you watch like, films and English... that,
0: all the pirates all the time, uh, of, but I think it's. Yeah, but they are films. Exactly, but I think the the misconception is that when they're at sea, they're drinking and and having a nice time of it. They're not when they port when they get into dock, they go mad because they've been at sea for three months and they want to let let off some yeah. steam.
1: But on that, when they're, they when are they're, on the money, yeah, said,
0: absolutely, they've got a job to do because they yeah. wouldn't have it because they'd just kick you off and not pay you. Yeah, so you're there to do a job.
1: Well, they'd make you bloody walk the plank or flog you. So I feel differently about that. I I feel that.
0: So I'm I'm saying. <clears> Um, theory one has been, um, disapproved. Yeah. Done. Um, now I'll go on to, I'm calling this one one and a half. Right. Theory one and a half. Around the time that the Mary Celeste went missing, Mm. there was a lot of speculation in America and around Europe that the Mary Celeste was cursed. Yeah. So... During her time as the Amazon, many of her earliest captains fell ill and passed. She was incredibly prone to accidents on course. Even after the Mary Celeste incident, her reputation as an ill omen prevailed as three to four of her consecutive captains perished in untimely occasions. Mm. The Briggs family is also said to be cursed, not only because of Benjamin, Sarah and Sophia's death, which is the captain, his wife and his daughter, um, but also that their... um, other son Arthur had been killed by a tree during a nasty storm later on in life, mm. and that the captain's grandfather was also killed by being struck by lightning. The captain's brother also died at sea as well. So there's a lot of a lot of mysterious circumstances surrounding a lot of deaths in that family. Could it be the curse? Was it the ship that was cursed or was it the family that was cursed? And just them being on the ship at that Mine's time? My instinct is
1: going to say no. I think what you said, it's not...
0: Is it just coincidence? Is it just... Oh, I'd say... Is it just... It's a mystery and people are find, uh, connecting the dots a little in, bit. In
1: those days, yeah.
0: but to be, yeah. But for, you know, a grandfather and a son to be struck and killed by lightning, that's a bit strange.
1: That's really weird, yeah.
0: How many people but do but you did know have been struck happen? and killed by lightning? But
1: did that actually happen? Well, I think so from our information um i don't know I, I would i would need to see proof and evidence because if that actually happens that is rarer than excuse the french rocking all shit for a father and a you know two two members of the same family to be killed and struck by lightning i, I know it's happened i, I understand that Oh,
0: well, it does happen but you know for mm, two for two members i'm
1: It's carry on let's see
0: listen Never say never. Nope. Stranger things are happening. So, Strange
1: we, things happen at sea, as they say. Yes, that is the, that is yes the it term, is. Yeah.
0: Uh, theory number two, mm. a criminal conspiracy. All right. So a rogue's gallery of suspects have been implicated in the case of the Mary Celeste over the years. And at one point it was believed that North African pirates could have attacked the ship and yeah. killed the crew. Yeah. Now, why didn't they take the loot? It's worth thirty five thousand dollars. If it's pirates Why didn't they take the boat?
1: You would have seen attack signs, you would have seen tables tipped over because they would have fought for that. They wouldn't have just said, Oh, okay, then fine. Um, you know, that was their cargo, that was their their mission, that was their wages. So they would have defended themselves with their life. So that's rubbish. I don't even take that at all.
0: Um Obviously, as well, I mentioned that there was the possibility of the crew of the um, De Gracia going on and murdering them and then trying to get the money from the insurance. Don't but buy that. As we s- said earlier, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that that's a fitting.
1: No, I don't. Um,
0: they also say as well that Captain Briggs and his family faked their deaths and um, claimed salvage money for a co-conspirator.
1: Ah, oh, that's rubbish.
0: Again, there weren't I enough. Mo- there weren't enough money involved.
1: They'd got more money if they'd got the bloody ship back to dock. Correct. And taken the the the, lo- the royalties from but it. But
0: there is there is quite a, a a firm conspiracy theory that they did that and went and lived their life in Spain and had a lovely time of it. Right. Well, I.
1: think well, that's listen, listen, That
0: is just not, a not, conspiracy they're not, they're not, they're theory. They're not the great trade robbers, all right. They're not. They're not yeah. living it up in Ibiza for ever nice time. Yeah. <laughs> could
1: can change. Yeah. Not, no. Yeah.
0: Um, another theory that seems to be quite popular, is alien abduction.
1: Now, this is the one that I've always heard about.
0: So people have run with the alien abduction theory because...
1: Everything else is so unusual. How do you explain it?
0: Because because everything was left in pristine condition. Yeah. The last log entry was written shortly before it was discovered, and were no
1: signs of panic or stress to the ship. But or it or was the also the
0: because there was the belief of the the food was half eaten and still laid out on the table. But but it, again, this is it's this is it, all of that is myth. So the last log had been made several days before the discovery. There was no food laid out. The ship wasn't pristine it was dis dishevelled 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 but it
1: would have been but there was no signs of attack but but
0: it it wasn't it wasn't a sudden disappearance it wasn't that you know they saw the boat Mm. and they they went on it and it literally like the candles were still burning they'd just been lit and everyone you know it wasn't like that yeah yeah so because of the way that the story has been told and that the you know the, the they was halfway through eating dinner, the cutlery was still on the table. They it said this, that it didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the case. But people that have kind of gone with that version of the story have gone. Well, then alien abduction could be the only answer. Yeah. I'm gonna go and say no. I'm not gonna say that alien abduction doesn't exist. But I'm saying in this case, in this
1: case, you don't think that I don't.
0: I don't think running. it's. Um, the case so alien abduction has been completely ruled out by me do you agree
1: um i wouldn't rule it 100% out but i never rule anything 100% out but i think it's more unlikely than, than likely, i did when yeah. i heard that you know the cups and the food was half eaten and yeah
0: so now we move on to a kind of a natural disaster scenario mm. so that people believe that the sea was the culprit and the reason that there was no one on the boat so yeah they believed that the mary celeste fell foul to a water spout do you know what a water spout is so that's essentially a tornado at sea yeah. that yes, carries yes, the water and stuff yeah. or maybe a sudden violent sea quake either of which may have caused superficial superficial damage and some water waterlogging
1: but can i just stop you there if you had a violent sea um, natural disaster whatever you want to call it scientifically why would you then get in a lot smaller boat with a lot less chance so they're in a they're in a huge ship um well, you know with, with a lot of strength in the ship then why would you get in like literally their version of the of, of wooden dinghy and put yourself at risk for that even more. That, that doesn't make sense to me at all. No,
0: so so the the thought process behind it is, is that the crew at that point, after, so they've taken on a lot of water, so there was three foot of water in, in the hold. They didn't read, at that point, it, it's, you know, frantic. They didn't know how much water actually had been taken on. They thought, right, well, the ship's going to sink. We've just gone through this. We can't take any more water. It's going to go. Our best bet is, although, yeah, it's an equivalent of a w- wooden but dinghy. It's better than standing on a ship that's about no, to sink.
1: Because I, I think that these sailors and this captain of the ship, I think you'd you'd wait a you'd wait longer. Three foot of water on a huge vessel like that. But did you know to, it was three foot? Well, of course, listen, these sailors ain't silly. I mean, you're talking about a, a galleon ship compared to a boat. And if there was, I don't know, but I, I would imagine, in the little knowledge I have, you would leave it till a lot later. Three foot of water, okay, it's a risk, it, it's it's a problem. Um, we're in trouble here. But I don't think you'd bail out that quickly. I don't think any sailors would, Freddie. I, I just don't think... It would be, all oh, quickly, there's three foot of water, let's go in a little but boat. But if you're in the middle of a,
0: a sea spout...
1: Capsize within one wave.
0: But if you're in a sea spout and, you know, you, you're being yeah, but you blown be around... in a sea and,
1: spout in, in
0: And the water's coming and you boat. go, let's go, so let's go, we've got to go. Over. You've
1: got no protection in one of those boats that they escaped in. Now, if, they, if that was a sea spout and they understood, that, you know, the weather and nature and how cruel it can be, why would you then, you know, obviously you you have more chance in a Galleon ship. I don't know why you would make that decision or the captain would make that. oh, we're going to be safer because the sea spout is going to be there anyway.
0: But it will pass as a tornado does. It has, it travels, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, so stay on the Galleon ship. Well, no, because
0: it's passed and you think, well, fuck me, there's been loads of water on. We've got to get off, we've got to go. but
1: babe, I don't, unless the boat started listing or tipping, you know,
0: the thing is, so the people from uh, the other ship basically said, even with the three foot of water, there, there's no trouble there. And actually, it's, it's a very sailable ship. And I, you have to remember, that we're not talking about ships made of metal. They're made of wood. There is a, a level of water to be expected on board. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but
1: th- th- especially, you know, sailors in those days, they knew what was... Because the captain of that ship had probably been on board... <laughs> from a child, well, you, don't, so they, you don't become they, they, they a captain.
0: Know. He didn't yes. just get made a captain in the
1: English, the UK, the English Admiralty, because you're a silly boy. They understand that. They know. They know when a ship starts listing, and and they know when we're in trouble now. And that takes actually quite a lot of hours. I mean, look at the bloody Titanic. It took hours, and and that was a, you know, that was a lot more. We say modern day. You know, it, you know, a lot more. Safe, safer, essentially, ship, and even they knew that there was time. So I don't buy that they panicked all of a sudden. Three foot, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna go under. No, so, I, sorry, I don't know the. So we, right we're, terms say, we're, this, so we're so. saying
0: no to that one. We're disproving. Yeah. Natural disaster. I think that's just common sense. Okay, I'll give you that. Now, we move on to one, and this is the one I find most interesting.
1: Right. I on.
0: Then. Most compelling. So there is another theory that focuses on the ship's cargo. Yeah. So there was obviously 1,700 barrels of industrial strength alcohol on board the ship. Yeah. So the story goes that some of the barrels may have leaked noxious fumes. And this theory is supported by the fact that there was nine empty barrels found aboard. Yeah. These fumes may have built up, causing a small explosion, or at least causing the ship's crew and captain to fear an explosion. Mm. So the barrels were made out of red oak. And a material that is, you know, quite notorious, notoriously known to be unsuitable for carrying fluid goods because it has a porous composition. Yeah. So as a result, alcohol may have leaked Leaked. um, and absorbed into the walls of the ship, which would gradually result in a highly flammable environment. It is then possible that Briggs ordered a temporary evacuation so that the souls aboard could sail in the lifeboat behind the Mary Celeste while the vapours cleared. Because they they have a tow line that they attach. Um, But some people then think that the tow line might have snapped during that time and just left them adrift in the Atlantic.
1: That's probably more probable than the rest you've spoken about. it's it's, it's real
0: really real world that's really possible it gets more interesting because there's talks of an explosion and stuff but there was no visible evidence of a cabin fire but it still leaves the possibility of alcohol fumes and you know alcohol does have a smell especially industrial grade stuff you know you've only got to think of hand sanitizer that's alcoholic it's very very fucking flammable um and it has a smell so if you start smelling that you're going to think oh shit (laughs) something's gone wrong here it
1: would depend how educated the captain was on this sort of stuff i mean personally i think if it was me compared to a galleon ship to to a little wooden boat especially with my wife and my child now listen when you've got a child on board which is obviously unusual this story because of course women on board any type of ship was a bad omen anyway but if you have your own child, I think you would uh, take it, to take any defence position possible to not to, to put your child in danger. I think that's just natural. Um, surely, surely he, I don't know, was he briefed on?
0: Who knows? We don't know. But do what I will go on to say, so in mm. 2006, uh, there was a doctor, Andrea Sella, and... She was scientist and professor of chemistry at UCL. Yeah. And proved the plausibility of this theory by creating a replica and carrying out the theory in real time. So to do so, um, sorry, I said she, it's a he, uh, utilised paper cubes to symbolise the barrels of alcohol and leaked butane into a replica to symbolise an alcohol leakage. Once he ignited the replica, the explosion shot upwards instantly. And what was created was a pressure wave type of explosion. There was a spectacular wave of flame, but behind it was relatively cool air. There was no soot left behind, and there was no burning or scorching. Ah. Oh. So, according to Seller, this form of explosion would have caused a panic aboard the ship, and it is likely that Briggs and the crew used the longboat to escape the Mary Celeste. Yeah, well, you've got to imagine it
1: was going to like out, Jesus yeah.
0: Christ, like you've just been in the middle of an explosion on the boat. If I was on a boat and there was an explosion of that magnitude, I'd get it off it too. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I get that.
0: This theory is furthered by the fact that by the time Morehouse and his crew examined the ship, all traces of alcohol would have evaporated.
1: Yeah. However, of course,
0: yeah. the ship's main hatch was still secure at the time and not blown off, as it would have been in an intense wave of heat following an oh, explosion. Like
1: you keep on giving one explanation, then taking it back. You're giving a sunny scientific, then taking it back giving me something then taking it back right so I was buying into that for a little bit
0: there you go and so, then now a... you're
1: taking it back so science says it's possible but not in this case that's essentially what you're saying but
0: was it just you know I don't know it just so happens that way and it just didn't the ship's hatch didn't come off you know because well, there's, ex- there's eventualities in everything
1: Freddie like really? normally we get more um we, we, we can get more normally better.
0: i can give you a, a, a good answer yeah and, but and
1: we can discuss what we think it is better. but in this case you give it take it back give it take it back I, 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 i'm lost i don't even know now go carry on
0: i give you the last theory yeah and this is the one that's most widely believed right okay so many think the answer is that Captain Briggs believed his ship was taking on too much water mm. and was about to sink. Yeah. This theory was supported by the fact that the sounding rod, and that is used to determine um, the amount of water in the hold, was discovered on deck, so it was in use.
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, when there's a bit of water, they're going to use that to assess to it. To assess yeah. it.
0: In addition, one of the ship's pump pumps showed signs of trouble and was disassembled. So... To support this again, on a previous voyage, the Mary Celeste had carried coal in her cargo and um, after that had recently gone through extensive repairs and renovations. So the result of that may well have been that the pump had become clogged with coal and sawdust. Mm. Um, So that was one of the the two of the ship's pumps was disassembled because it wasn't working. So a faulty reading of the sounding rod and an ineffective pump could have led Captain Briggs to believe that the ship was foundering and ordered it to be abandoned.
1: No, I think straight away I'm going to say to you, if both go pear-shaped then abandon. If one goes it's just an issue that needs to be bloody well dealt with. If two go there's trouble. If one goes it's a problem, it's an issue, let's fix it, let's sort it out. We've, we've still got a
0: backup. But you have to remember at this point Captain Briggs had been battling storms, was disorientated, wasn't able to determine if his ship was gonna stay afloat. And with Santa Maria in sight, you have to remember, his last point that he wrote in his diary, he was six miles from the coast. Right, he okay. could see land. So did he think at that point, right, listen, right, come I on. can see the land, let's get on, I, I, I don't know what's going on, the pump's broken, we're taking on water, let's get on the lifeboat, let's I can see the land, bets. let's, let's go. There.
1: So why didn't they get there then? Something if might happen,
0: the the weather at the time wasn't good. The boat, the you know, their little lifeboat sure, might have capsized. Surely, and... if it
1: was only six miles, oh, I don't know. But if it was only six miles, surely you would have thought, okay, one pump's out. I know that another pump is working. The weather is terrible, but it's only six miles. We can just survive Let's this get on one bit pump. Closer. Let's just get a bit closer. It's only six miles away. If the land was seen, why would you bail out, you know, don't forget we're talking about money, cargo, we're talking about the prestige of the, the, the English Admiralty. There's a lot of pride involved in that. Now, they, they probably said to him, back in the bloody, you know, in London, well, why did you abandon your ship? Only one pump was out. You're only six and you miles have to remember, from remember,
0: The owner of that boat, went on record to say that he wouldn't he wouldn't he's a good captain he wouldn't abandon exactly. his boat and unless it was for the...
1: exactly but
0: did he make that call did it did he it doesn't
1: make sense at it.
0: that point you know his equipment didn't work properly there was a panic and he misread something or you know you don't know but you're
1: talking about someone who's probably sailed the seven seas like, like we keep on saying since a child but it if might it have was... been a,
0: it might have been a crewmate they're taking on water crewmates stuck the rod in and gone Jesus, it's four foot, and not three foot. No, the captain.
1: And then, and then, and then it's, no, then it's blind no, panic. No, the captain wouldn't have done. The captain would have done that all it, that himself. Absolutely, absolutely, but, no doubt about. But it. But you
0: have to. You have He'd to be. He would have been miles swayed from land, by a bloody. The last entry log is dot. six miles from land. They can see land. Yeah. You have to then think if if something was to happen to that boat that would have been the time that they'd have got in the lifeboat because that's you, that your best bet, because you no, think, because I can see saying, it and I can get there.
1: No, because you're saying that one pump is still working. So in, in, in boats these days, we know things go wrong. That's all you got too. I don't believe he would have panicked an abandoned ship six miles from shore with that precious cargo and a shitload of money, let's be honest in those days, and the Prestige and UK um, Admiralty. Well, G. he wouldn't
0: have captained in another boat, he would wouldn't have he? Just, if it, just...
1: Yeah, well, he, he never would have oh I'll, I'll quickly let's t- take our ch- chance in a little bloody rowing boat no i don't it, freddie it, it doesn't make sense to me and i wouldn't have done it if that was just me i mean i'm i'm, I'm obviously not a bloody captain of a boat or anything like it but to me basic sense would be this vessel is bigger we have another thing we're not too far from shore. let's sh- take it a little bit further because we're safer here than if we go on a boat which can easily capsize, a wave can take those boats easily, then everyone is lost. But in a gallium ship like that, it's a lot less likely. I would have tried, if it's only six miles, I'd have have tried a bit harder.
0: Well, listen, I'm all out of theories now. There are other theories, I suppose, of kind of um, giant squids and uh, sea creatures that come and and took them. I'm not buying that particularly it makes for a great story well, Because
1: if a giant skid would have come down it would have taken the ship or it would have caused a lot more damage and we, they'd have seen that
0: you know and if there was if the kraken comes along and, and yeah well, goodbye mary celeste completely yeah you, know, you could
1: see damage on the vessel yeah um, um you know
0: you've got you've got that as well but i don't buy into it i haven't really researched that because i read it and i was like well that's a lie it's not that's not what's happened I always try and look for the, you know, a little bit of science in there. And I've given you some science here of plausible explanations. However, they still remain shrouded in mystery. Because each scientific explanation, there is still something to contradict it on that boat. There is still something that says, no, that's... It could have been this, but there was this situational scenario which... Is out of the ordinary whatever way you look at it none of us were on that boat that day none of us will ever know and it, i think it will forever remain is the
1: mary celeste in dry dock now did it you know was it ever
0: so well, listen this is what happened to the boat yeah so despite being seen as unlucky the mary celeste remained in service and went for a number of owners Um, so it was owned by Captain GC Parker in 1885 and he deliberately sailed it in a reef near Haiti as part of a plan to defraud an insurance company. Right. When the vessel failed to sink, authorities discovered his scheme. The Mary Celeste, however, was damaged beyond repair and it was left on the reef where it deteriorated.
1: Oh, that's a shame. So there's, there's not... It's gone. There's nothing, yeah. It's
0: nothing. Um, it will always be a mystery. Because I think no matter what explanation you give, no matter how steeped in science and actual genuine facts or whatever, you weren't there. Do you
1: know what I'm going to do? When I go back to work, I'm going to speak to the members of the sailing club. And I'll put these you know, and talk to actual real real life sailors. And, and I say, what do you think? Maybe we can re- revisit this for 10, 15 minutes on another episode. And I'll speak to sailors. I mean, some of our old boys, I mean, they're 85. You know, they've been sea dogs all their life. And it might be interesting to say, right, from a, from a scientific sailor point of view, what do you think would would have happened? Um, you know, just just for a point of view. I, th- I think I'm going to do that.
0: If something happened on that boat. What do you, that okay. Was, what,
1: what, what do you think happened? Okay.
0: I think if I was to go with any of the theories, no. Oh, uh, what do I the think? Theories. From what I've, from what I've read and what I've researched, I think that there, I side with the um alcohol explosion i just think that there was a set of circumstances which led to the hatch not blowing and um, but i think that that was enough to scare them into thinking we're going down we need to get off and an explosion on a wooden boat you know i don't care how seasoned of a sea dog you are fire and wood don't necessarily mix an explosion in your hold with highly flammable material—you would get off that as quickly as you could. I think that you know, yes, he did run back to grab his um, uh, navigating equipment. I think they were very, very close to land. I think they saw that. You know, listen, we're not that far from land; we can mm. see it. Everyone on there run back. He grabbed what he needed to get to get there safely, and 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 they left. But actually, but on why? Reflection, if it was only if, six
1: miles, why was the boat never found, or or why was? Well, because bodies? because I know currents can take you out. Yeah, or but,
0: in. yeah but because the sails are still up, so that you know, when the, when the no, Russia I, found it, no, it was I'm still saying, sailing. No,
1: I'm saying their boat they escaped into.
0: Oh, okay. If that was
1: only six miles, oh, was, it would depend on the current. It takes you out or it takes you in. Surely something.
0: Well, listen, the Atlantic Ocean is a big, big place, and it's a it's a very small wooden boat. You know. How, yeah, how, how many small wooden boats are lost at sea? You know they didn't have the technology at the time to go and then search for them and dive and, and try and find them. That boat is gone now. That's that's completely disintegrated into the ocean. You know their bodies might still be there, but but me, how many bodies are? littered on the the floor of the Atlantic Ocean yeah I know
1: that but that, that was about the current did the current take them out to sea or back into shore so that that's that's another thing isn't it um, well you have
0: to go on the assumption that it took them back took out, them out to you have to yeah be,
1: there was because nothing yeah, be,
0: be, be, they, yeah, they, they wouldn't then get to shore and assume a, a normal life and try and hide amongst it and not say anything no of course
1: they wouldn't no you know
0: if no. that was the scenario then you know, they wouldn't need to have the need to do that. Um, you know, do I think something supernatural is at play with this? I'm gonna say no. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that there is a set of circumstances that were out of the ordinary. That you know, all the stars aligned that day, and something happens that wouldn't normally happen, but it isn't something supernatural.
1: All I can say is, it's all about the captain's brain. Did he panic because his daughter was on board? And if you say you're a theory, there was an explosion. Protect my daughter, and he made decisions he wouldn't normally make because his most precious thing in his life was on board. Was that a right? Everyone, get off! Get off! You know, and you have remember as well They
0: had a, a baby son as That's well. That's it. You Who, know, they're, you know they're, 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 they're children. They've got children and stuff, and he's got his wife on board as well. He's thinking. Well, so he's
1: thinking, right? Okay, let's. I, I think That's it, the only thing I can think in a human brain I think where you a, would abandon a... your ship. Because listen, we all know the admiralty all over the world—they go down with their ship. We know, you know. Of course, unless it's really last knockings and you try, you try and save everyone. I just don't think in this story there's enough, as is proved, because the Mary Celeste was found and it was only three feet of water. I don't think there's enough for a captain to abandon his ship and his cargo and all those royalties,
0: especially a seasoned. Active. yeah he's unless there was something on it's not his
1: first yeah you
0: know, and his first rodeo yeah he's um <laughs> he's had a go at it before you know i just i do just think it's just all the stars aligned and there was a particular set of circumstances and it just so happens to happen you know in the way that it did was it the alcohol explosion I, i'd like to say yes um, it could have been a. a but listen, a I, I, would, I, of I would get
1: that if there was extensive fire damage on the ship, no, which there wasn't. No,
0: but that the um, professor, the scientist, did the recreation. There was no soot, no fire damage, no nothing when they recreated it. They recreated the whole scenario I know, I know as if, as if that was to happen. If that was the answer. Mm. And there was there was no fire damage because it's such an intense and big explosion.
1: And how long would that explosion
0: lasted? It was instantaneous. It's it's no. Just, but it
1: would have been seconds, minutes, half an seconds. hour.
0: It would just be a fireball. And then so, it, but within then those died. seconds,
1: surely that fireball went up and then died back down again. And it's going to take more than seconds for you to to.
0: But then, is that not enough to, to spook you, scare you?
1: It depends how many because seconds you've got it... because
0: you've got. Flammable, your whole hold is full of flammable cargo.
1: Yeah, you got I 1700 it,
0: yeah. barrels of flammable liquid.
1: Yeah, maybe it was just a bad accident. Maybe
0: it was just a bad accident and it was just a snap decision and they made it and then and it's it was a wrong decision. It was a wrong decision because we do, everyone does it day to day life. You know, it was just in this circumstance that it just so happened that unfortunately 10 people lost their lives at sea. You know, how do you've waited another minute and realised that, oh, actually, no, it's okay, you know, we just need to be careful. Let's just dock here, we're six miles out, let's just get there. You know, it's a story we'd never, ever heard about mm. because it'd have, the cargo would have got where it needed to be and it would have been uninteresting.
1: Mm.
0: But mm. the circumstance, you know, it makes... Another
1: it, thing I didn't know... Actually, within this entire legend or story, was that it was only six miles off offshore. So I didn't know that either. So
0: in his last log entry, he's six miles from shore. They can see land. That's his. That's the last time it's written in the log. The ship is found days later, four hundred miles away. But that's because the ship see, was still it, in, yeah, is, is still in complete yeah. working order yeah. and has sailed itself away. And it, you know, with wind and currents, etc., so etc. Cetera, et cetera. We're going
1: to have to say it's human error. captain's human error
0: personally however who are we to say we wasn't on the ship we do not know there are um discrepancies for to say that it wasn't that you know i
1: just i just think if it was me and if i had the choice myself or my crew or my children to go in a little boat or just see... I mean, if there was a big explosion... I mean, I don't know. It's never happened to me, if, of course. if, if you was, I'd if run you to was, the end of the boat and ju- just wait for a little minute.
0: No, you wouldn't, because if there was a big explosion, you'd rush to the boat because you've got 1,700 barrels of really flammable stuff. If that goes, it, ain't the, so, it yeah, ain't the yeah. sink's going to start sinking slowly. You're going to be blown you're up. You're obliterated. Okay, you you right. are literally like... Okay, it's a bomb. Right, yeah. you, you are sailing a bomb.
1: Okay, right.
0: If you was on a plane... With a nuclear bomb in the back and there was an explosion. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be just carrying off out out dodge. the plane. Yeah, You'd get out, the out, the fuck of, it, out you. of there.
1: Okay, yeah, I get that. You know,
0: right. I, I think I'm going to side with that so as the I. most plausible. However, who am I to say? They might have been abducted by aliens. Mermaids might have come and shot them with bow and shell arrows.
1: Mermaids don't do that.
0: You don't know that. They like, get you, ever you met, into the water. Have you with ever met sauce. a mermaid? Have you ever met a mermaid?
1: Oh, no, Who's to yet? say
0: they don't have. A special sea bow and arrows
1: they don't have them babe
0: maybe the kraken did come and he was particularly careful <laughs> and just scooped up the people off board maybe they saw a vision in the water and all decided to jump off because there was like mass delusion
1: is it i was going to say to you earlier is there any position where the alcohol leaking could have caused some type of you inhale it and you you get that delusion well, and panic
0: I don't know the science, but I'm going to go off on a limb and say
1: it's possible, alcoholic obviously.
0: fumes of that um If nine barrels are empty and that... You know, who's to say that that wouldn't have yeah. caused hallucinations and things like that and caused them to go a little bit mad and thinking oh no we need to get you know we need to get off the ship we need to get in the water that's or who's to say that who's to say
1: to to be honest we're talking about one case here I mean there's so many others of ghost ships and so many other crazy unusual stories we're just focusing on one Um, but there's lots of others that are a lot less more complicated to be honest so I think maybe we revisit this this is a very
0: very very complex topic because There's no definitive answer. There's no kind of leading answer, I should say, really. Um, Yeah, we will leave it to you. Take this information. Do with it what you will. Make a decision.
1: Mm.
0: Was it aliens? Was it the Kraken? Was it a freak accident? Were they all gone mad? Was it pirates? Was it... I don't know. I haven't got the answers. I wasn't on board. And I, I don't think I'd like to have been on board because it sounds a bit mad.
1: I think we've taken a very supernatural uh, legends, uh, you know, story, and actually you've whittled it down to very, you know, basic science and maths. Yeah, I think, we can I think actually I, I think it's this, not as this, we learned when yeah, we were kids.
0: I think this can be explained away as science. I think the the story or the legends that you hear is very fantastical. Yeah, and that you know when you hear it, you go, oh. God, then it must have been yeah, ghost pirates or, you know, yep. but it isn't. It isn't that way. That isn't the case. And I think, you know, as always, take from it what you will. You've got the facts. It's down to and you. And if you have any listener. other,
1: um, you know, if you have any other theories, please let us know. Because yeah, let any, us anything know. anything else would be interesting because we we haven't thought of everything. So maybe there's something else that we don't know. Or, or another... You know, position that we thought oh we didn't think of that,
0: yes, well, listen, it's um a pleasure talking to you today about the Mary Celeste. We hope you have found it interesting. I have thoroughly enjoyed the research yeah, and talking and I've about it a lot about
1: it to be honest yeah,
0: so we um I went to say that thing again, but I can never say it What? bid you. Adieu. Be good, be safe, be honest. Ciao for now. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.